This episode is very important to me and very exciting because I finally get to invite someone I admire to have a conversation with me. With me right now is my friend Faith. We went to university together and we truly connected and used to speak as and when. On my journey of healing, I have been thinking about who I genuinely connected with in my life. So I reached out to her on LinkedIn and we reconnected as friends. So I invite her onto this show today, The Tightrope of Acceptance. Hello. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for having me. It's great to have you here. The pleasure's mine. Thank you. This is the very first podcast, so it's a very special honour to be here and try something new. You have to start somewhere. Um, it's, yeah. It's, it's, I'm, I'm very happy to just talk about something that's relevant and to just be here with someone that I can be open and feel comfortable. This is a safe space. So I have a question for you. Okay. So how do you typically start your day? I usually wake up with that feeling of having to resurrect yourself from a deep sleep and rubbing away your sleep from your eyes. Then I look at my phone and I write down any thoughts that I have or any emotions that I feel intensely at that moment. And then I get up and make a cup of tea and have my vitamins. Then try to just start the day. How about you? So I also love, love, love sleep. Um, So I have a sunrise alarm that wakes me up so it lights up eventually. Um, And I feel like it's quite helpful because now I just wake up um, when I'm supposed to, which is good. Um, I also take vitamins, shower, um, have breakfast. I love my frosties and milk. Um, and then I just go about my day. Yeah, honestly, I love my frost. I'm never going to outgrow it. That's a throwback. (laughs) Yeah, I love my frosties and my lactose intolerant milk. Yeah, lacto-free is like a given. I have that too. Yeah. Yeah, I also have, um, a banana. And I have porridge too. That's what I do. Because then it's energy for the day. Yeah. How would you say that you remain kind to yourself? I think it's about speaking to yourself gracefully. Um, I would say not adhering to society's expectations, but adhering to what you want for yourself and your life goals. So I feel like society told you that at 20... You must have a house, you must have your dream job, married, etc. Um, but I just say do you and do things in your own timeline. Um, and that's what I'd say I do for myself. Um and just not looking at other people's journey but focusing on mine inwards. And I'm quite happy with my journey and where I've been so far. I believe that we live in a society that is so driven by social media and watching mm-hmm. what the people in our lives are doing on a day-to-day basis Mm -hmm. that we are sometimes obsessed with doing a routine and being the person that goes to the gym first thing in the morning and has no sleep after going on a night out or whatever and has an active social life where you're always out every weekend doing everything you could do which you cannot do especially in London cost of living cost of living exactly and also it's the issue with 
comparing yourself to other people, like what you said, it's just thinking about what you want to do and not living your life by other people's standards or expectations. However, going to the gym is very good for mental health because it gets you in a routine, it's your me time, and it's you focusing on becoming stronger or just feeling good and not caring if people think you look good, but you feeling good yourself every day because you have to get up every day and get dressed and go to work and do what you have to do. And I sometimes think I don't like compliments because they're very surface level. It's someone just seeing your beauty on your surface. It's not seeing the beauty in your personality or in the person you are. Mm. Back on the gym, I also love the gym, regular goer. Um, I do a mixture of things like weights. I also do my tie. I did a charity fundraiser for it back in November, October. And yeah, I just love it. Like, I feel like it's a good divide from work. Again, it's me time, like you say. And I feel like social media has definitely helped me because. I don't get back pain when I do my exercises anymore because they've really helped me with perfecting my form um, and just inspiring different workouts and different variations of things. So I feel like that's what I use a lot of socials for, like just to get some ideas and fitness. Although sometimes I feel like a lot of the things that they say is utter shit, to be honest. Um, and sometimes I've had to learn the hard way. But I feel like I've fixed a routine that works for me and I'm quite regular with um but yeah I, I love the gym like I say the vibe um the and it's a vibe and I like the fact that all my friends are quite active as well so sometimes we work out together not all the time because again me time but um it's fun because I learn a lot from them as well it's just being curious it's it's enjoying that like especially with my tie that you do, mm-hmm. it's a new thing. And I think once you do a new thing, you're curious to perfect it and master it. And mm-hmm. It's making it work for you in every yeah. way that you can. Yeah. We, at the moment, it is very easy to like think about the negative of social media because mm-hmm. you read a lot of stuff and you see a lot of people saying, I'm going to detox and do all these things. But I think like with everything in life, you just use it in the way that's right for you. Mm-hmm. because it doesn't need to affect you um of course if you if you're following a certain kind of um page, page or account mm-hmm. that is always showing a fitness routine or calorie counting or writing down what you eat then you're gonna think that you have to do that too but just love food like i like we were talking about that before yeah, we started. Yeah, yeah, it's so important to love food. And when I look at the fitness in- industry in regards to the social media, like I feel like it's a mixture, it's a mixed bag. Like you say, the calorie counting. And then when you look at the portion sizes that they're pouring themselves, it's like, you're not eating anything. And then you go to the gym and you wonder why you're tired and you can't fully do your routine. Like you need to eat and fuel yourself um and then a lot of the posts that they do like i remember seeing something on tiktok where they said oh they do ab routines um for engagement and a lot of the things that they're posting is for engagement it's not for your health that's why i feel like it's so important to like discern and learn 
um, and make sure that whoever you're getting advice from is somebody who is trained in the professional and what they do. Um, but even sometimes they can be a bit toxic themselves, let's not lie. Um, so I just think it's just being smart. And I feel like the way I got to where I am, like it's taken me years to get to someone. There's still things that I'm still trying to perfect. So just continue with the fitness journey, however you want to move. Like some people like doing Zumba, some people like doing ballet, dance, whatever, like whatever makes you happy. Once you find your movement that you love, you stick to it. The thing that I've tried to do is not trying to reach perfection. Mm-hmm. but focusing on my personal growth mm-hmm. because if you I used to always obsess about my fitness and having to go to the gym like every day and that's what I used to do last year and it just became exhausting mm-hmm. but if it's because I didn't enjoy the journey I was always looking for the result but I think because like you said it's all about the me time and enjoying it and being in the moment mm-hmm. and doing it what works for you you enjoy it but when you're always running towards that result what you want because you see it on social media mm-hmm. it removes the joy of it like just to add there's people out there who use steroids there are people who are using the before and after from other people from and happened. it's like you guys are liars <laughs> <laughs> you guys are liars we tell um, the truth yes so and often it takes so long if you want a certain body type one is understanding genes and understanding that often it takes long you know you're not going to get the results instantly and when you get the results you have to maintain it um that's also one of my um my inspirations because it's like you see the results after like a month you're like oh i've got a bit of a prompt on my bum and it's like you know i want to keep going um so yeah that's my inspiration though yeah and also all these fad diets are not sustainable like you'll no. lose weight you'll lose weight for five minutes and then you'll and then start you, eating normally well they tell you to be on 100 i mean 1200 calories per day and it's like again yeah. like i said of course you're going to have a migraine how are you going to focus at work if you're eating that much unless like the only reason why i would promote that diet is for people who are actually athletes we are not athletes we're not bodybuilding we're not training towards a fight like say for instance when you're fighting um not on my level but if you're doing a pro fight you have to weigh a certain amount yes and you are do you know what when i even think about athletes often what they're doing to themselves isn't healthy if you get what i'm trying to say like you have to starve yourself to fit a certain weight or you have bodybuilders who are fainting because they want to achieve a certain body type because the body type that they have that you desire it's not sustainable um so yeah like it's knowing what you want and being realistic because listening to your body too yeah listening to your body and doing what works for you there are times sometimes where i feel like I feel overwhelmed and that I try to not go back to the mindset of being like you constantly have to survive. So I've been trying to snap out of being like that and feeling anxious as well. I've been thinking about the topic of anxiety, you know, and 
I feel like often we're not anxious, we're right. It's just our intuition. Um, so a lot of people are like, oh, maybe I'm overthinking about this situation or this person or this environment. And it's like, no, you're right. Like you need to trust your gut and trust your instinct because it's your body trying to protect you. It's not anxiety. Um, and you need to listen to it and trust it more because it will help you out of bad situations. Um, like I think this is like a life, like one of my year goals is if I feel some type of way, I'm going to listen to myself and listen to what I say because you know, if, I even think it's even more deeper where it's like God, you know, putting his, you know, spirit inside of you and helping you. And on top of that, you think about life experiences as well. Um, so yeah, trust your gut, trust your intuition. Don't ever play it. Don't let someone play you. No. As well. If it doesn't sit right with you, yeah, act on it. Because often, you know, like, if you think about situations you've been in in the past, like, how many times did you know? Like, often you knew how the situation was going to play out before it played out. So, you know, yeah. trust it and save yourself. Like, as we said before, we like sleep. Let's not... <laughs> let's not <laughs> go against what our intuition is telling choose us to do. Choose yourself. Choose yourself. Prioritize choose your, your intuition. well-being. Yes. Thank you for listening. I'm Faith and here's Aaron. Hope you have a great day.